All right, guys, welcome to the first episode of the Interpersonal Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Greg. I'm Marvin. And so we're bringing you into our conversations now. For those of you who don't know, uh, we're three friends. We met back in middle school. I met Greg back in the fifth grade. I met Marv back in the sixth grade. And since then, we've all been friends. And, you know, we used to play the game up late, mad, like, like really, really late. And we would just play the game and we would always have deep conversations sometimes. And... <laughs> After six years, we started a podcast together to kind of give ourselves the platform to have those interpersonal conversations with each other. And we're also going to bring our special guests. We're not going to be the only three people that you see every day. Yeah. From the party chat to Studio 32. That's where we record our podcast every week. You're going to get content from us once a week. We love it. We love it. We love it. We love it. And so we usually start this by checking in with each other. Like, how y'all doing? Like, how was y'all week? Like... You know, but not just how was your week, but tell us about yourself, you know? Well, I'm Greg. I make beats, approaching my junior year at college, uh, go to the Rock Nation school, like the Rock Nation program within LIU. Yeah, I'm excited to start this uh, new journey with my friends and bringing you guys this podcast. This past week, I've been cooling, but like it's been like a very busy week. But like on top of that, just like having to stay strong for like my family members those around me because like I have some personal stuff going on too so yeah what about you Marv? I do cinematography I'm also in my starting my junior year of college this week it was actually pretty good there was a lot of anticipation leading up to this day we even got a new camera for this we got a new tripod that all happened pretty much today it was a little little bit of a struggle but we're here. It was definitely a, a little start to the day. A lot of things have happened before we even got to get here to record. Yeah. But um, I'm Chris. I'm a writer. I'm a worker. A Same. producer. In a sense. I'm about to be published in a magazine soon. So we love that. We do. Success coming. I'm happy to share more with y'all. Let's get into it. So our first topic of the day is the No Name album. So recently, No Name just dropped the album. In that album, there's a lot of controversy that surrounds the album. But in this today, we're going to just get into just talking about that album. Like how our thoughts and opinions and also the controversy itself. So my opinion, like on the album as a whole, I just felt like it was a very introspective album. Like looking in on like the black community as a whole. And just like even herself, she was looking within just like trying to keep it real. Like, that's as no name as it gets. That's my thoughts on the album as, like, a full body of work. Yeah, that's kind of, like, a part of the no-name brand, though, in my opinion. See? A lot of her discography is highlights, like, issues. Yeah, that's why I said it was just, very like, as no name as it gets. Like, I agree with you on that. I really fuck with it, like, for what it was. But I feel like she's going to catch a lot of flack, like, for more reasons than just one for dropping this album. It's just, like, she's trying to, like, bring out the conversation Rather than just like have people stay quiet. And I'll fuck with that. The album itself definitely invites the conversation to start just as we're doing right now. What do y'all rate in the album out of 10? What do y'all, what do you rate it? I'm going to give the the general listen, I'm going to give it maybe a 7.5. But if you really deep what she's talking about, it deserves like an 8, 8.5. Yeah, I was thinking like a 8.5 for my rating. Just because it's not like a lot of the music that we've been hearing. Like, this year, like, I feel like a lot of people don't like when artists talk about real stuff. Like, they rather, like, stuff without substance. That's what I see in a lot of mainstream uh, hip-hop nowadays. And I feel like, like, she stepped outside of that and gave us something to really ponder on. 
like it's an album definitely worth reading through all the lyrics and trying to figure out what she's saying in each song and like each song has its each own <laughs> unique meaning yeah <laughs> let's jump into one of the one of the songs uh, one of the songs on there is called potential interlude so i feel like the title alone kind of like it does talk a lot about how it's an internal dialogue between like her and her thoughts of herself in a sense and like a standoff yeah and like the critiques that she hears as an artist day to day. This and was like actually one of my favorite songs on the album, for real. Like I feel like certain lyrics like really hit. Like the knock knock potential nobody answers. I guess she was like trying to show how like she maybe doesn't want to fulfill her own potential if that's like all anybody is really gonna truly love her for. Like rather than the person she is, like before that and growing into that. I guess it was like sort of like not conforming to the belief that one has to be at their peak to be loved as like we are all like I would say like riddled with imperfections along the way or like either way like you're gonna be imperfect at your full potential and you're gonna be imperfect like how you are now so like she's just like straying away from that idea that you have to like live up to other people's expectations of you in order to receive that conditional love from them but don't you also feel like in re even in real life like people will celebrate with you when you reach those milestones alongside yeah. they're waiting to see she does say that people will wait people will like you for the potential that you have instead of what you've already accomplished but then why have why would those people be there when you reach those milestones or like are already at those milestones but also i'd say this like she talks about people like you said loving loving her for her potential not what she currently is but i say it's a double edged sword cuz like i would want I kind of want people to not love me for my potential, but still have love for me and understand the potential. Yeah, like, like see the potential inside yeah. of you. Like if you, like basically saying like, like from No Name's perspective, if people love me because they think I could be the number one artist, then I kind of want you to like, if you believe it, I'm going to believe it even more. But not saying that you need that because some people like definitely need that validation from yeah. other people. But I say it's not completely bad to have somebody expect the best from you. Like it's always almost always implied to reach for even bigger and greater goals. I'm not saying that's wrong, mm -hmm. but it's like a standard almost, which I, I think is what she's kind of getting at. I don't know. I guess with me, it's more about like the way that I live my own life. I don't like complacency. I would rather strive for more. And if other people want me to strive for more, it's only going to make me want to get there quicker or do more. There was another line in the song. It was like, if you were just a little bit more pretty, I rap, feel like rap just like Kenny. Yeah, right, just like Kenny, like, you would be a happy one. Like, I feel like she was touching on the fact that, like, that was, like, the industry's, like, expectation of her. Basically saying, like, if you were like these, more like these other things, like, you, and, like, essentially, I guess, living up to, like, your potential, you would be worthy of being, like, number one. If you're at the same level or working towards the level of already established people. The line is saying, like, if you rap like Kenny, if you were just a little bit more pretty, you would be happy. In a sense, like, but she understands that she didn't, she didn't reach the potential that that those people loved her for. Yeah, and, and maybe it's, like it's respective. It's like it's reflective on the fact that like she feels like she hasn't reached the potential that they wanted for, her, and in turn, like those people no longer love her, so she's no longer happy. I also feel like it was just touching on like the current state of like the music industry, like as a machine as a whole, like. I guess trying to say if you were like more like these other people, things that we are like really advertising and pushing right now, like you would be more successful and well off. I feel like that's like how the industry sees a lot of people, like the music industry specifically sees a lot of the creatives 
in that field right now. Like they just feel like they're looking for the next big thing. And these people with the same qualities and like a lot of things seem like carbon copied like now in music. And I feel like that's why. She has a very similar message on the namesake song as well. How like everybody will fall in line into the same ideals that have already been set, like the same aspirations. Like, doesn't she reference Rihanna on that track as well? Yeah. In namesake. Yeah, namesake. She referenced Rihanna, Jay Z. Yeah. She made a lot of call outs on that song. Like they were talking about the Super Bowl in that one. Like and how like it's kind of glamorizing. She was like the war machine gets glamorized. Like we're just distracted by these minuscule things while like <laughs> like how there's a whole lot of other stuff that could be talked about and yeah. going on. I mean, she she has a lot of like like we've said before, she talks about a lot of topics. She talks about pain, about fame as well, one's own self potential, the way others will view you and how you'll view others as well. Which is like overall, I feel like the album receiving an eight is there because a lot of honestly, a lot of albums that don't even have like good lyrics or songs we're talking about get high rating sometimes. Yeah, but this song, this whole album as a whole, I gotta highlight is it was amazing with his beat selection, its flows, and this might be controversial to say, but even the feature list. And I'm saying, I said that might be a little controversial, but I'm you just want, saying you wanna... I'm just saying the people, the people that she chose in terms in terms of sound, not what they said, because like we're gonna get into the controversy, but in terms of sound, the people that she chose definitely complemented the album in terms of sound. Like she had comment on there. I wasn't expecting to see comment on there. Yeah. And I feel like the beat selection, this is perfect. This is right down comments aisle. The other artists as well. Would you like to enlighten us more on like this controversy on the album? I did hear people calling Jay Electronica anti-Semitic yeah. on the album. I'm not really like too well versed on the whole thing, but like I do know people were saying he was wilding. And from what I saw, he was kind of wilding a little bit. Y'all want to get into that? Let's dive into this album a bit more. <laughs> so, so this is yeah, this is the deep dive now. But basically, one of the featured artists, his name is Jay Electronica, and he's basically a rapper. A uh, very famous rapper, but he's also, he kind of has a past in the sense that like he's very, he's openly been a bigot before, in a sense, towards the um, Jewish community. Can we say that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Marvin, we can say that. Yeah, bro. <laughs> but um, basically, the controversy stems from the lyrics that he that he chose to put in one of her songs called Balloons. In it. He really starts attacking. I say religion as a whole, but he he really focuses on the Jewish community. But that's not the only religion. That's not the only us. religion that, that, also that caught a spray. But Jay Electronica, he identifies as as Muslim. Just for context, you guys want to go over the lyrics because his verse was crazy. So Actually, let me let me play it for y'all so y'all can hear it. Can we do that? Can we platform that? Let's. <laughs> I mean. I mean, for like, yeah, I guess copyright uh, reasons, though. I mean, yeah. it's an edit away. All right, assuming you all that's a lot paused to right there in. and listen to the <laughs> listen to the song. Yeah, listen <laughs> with us. But um, damn, <laughs> did a lot of people cause strays in there? Yeah, bro. Let's go over that, bro. Yeah. What's, well, what's well, like y'all take on that? It's, it's it's a very complex conversation to have. So let's get into it, like, man. I feel like you could take it from the standpoint of the situation as a whole and understand like what type of conversation he's trying to bring up. But in it, he's basically like, he's kind of in a sense justifying like what's going on kind of right now with Palestine and, and Israel. Damn. I don't know if I agree with that. What do you think? What do you think? 
I'm not that educated in the matter. As a matter of fact, none of us are. This we could all be wrong right now. Yeah. Damn, we could, we did good because <laughs> we none of us follow either religion. I feel yeah. like my just general view on shit is just peace and love, and I that that might be hypocritical coming from somebody living in America, but that's my personal view on shit, bro. Like, do you think what he was saying was like inherently violent though? Like, I mean, you could clearly like I guess hear. Like his tone of like being on time and during the verse. Brofully said the crescent and the star with the red in the foreground is the flag that I bang as I'm laying the law down. Like bro. Like he's banging the flag like as if it's like he just spun your block. See, yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> like you can obviously see like he's saying it in an aggressive way, like And then the president from Ukraine just caught the meanest stray. Like, like he fully just said that is a whole nother topic. But it's like, joke. damn, like it does make you, I guess, question certain shit going on right now. I would say, like, like it, it does. It brings it brings it to question, and that's one thing that I did want to get into. I feel like it's kind of weird to see like 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 modern day problems in the sense not modern day problems, but like I, I like to call like kind of like stuff like this is like in terms of just politics like just yeah. general politics with between religions or between you know factions or countries even and i said that this is it's, it's kind of weird to see because like we see like there's especially like in the world today there's a big indifference especially between those two faces like judaism and and islam but i said it's a little weird to see like it penetrate this culture of rap this being reflected in mainstream rap, like in a sense, like in a sense, rap has evolved from like just trauma dumping to the trauma inflicting. I feel like with this verse, but like, and like spitting rhetoric that inspires that type of like, but like, race hate. can't you just say this is like another form of rap? Because like gangster rap has been doing this for a long time now. Like you said, at the at the end of the day, it's like you know two factions basically perpetuating violence against each other, and like the words that they say, like trying to instigate the other side or just start some shit. So like, I feel like this is just another form of that. Just like on a grander scale, you have a larger platform now and now you're like taking it away, like less of like gangs, but like just like people now as a whole. Yeah. I feel like it also, it's kind of like changing the subject matter as well. Like even in this no name album, she talks about how rap now, like to be successful, you basically have to trauma dump. And I say like, even she, like, low-key, she did it. She did it as well in this album. It's, it's like, it's a it's a critique on the industry that she also followed. And The Toxic it, song? Is that low-key trauma dumping low-key? That's what I'm saying. The Toxic song, she like, talks about, there's a bar in there basically saying that, like, that, like, her ex, like, had a baby on her. That's kind of crazy. And then, and so she's, <laughs> she really gets deep into it. And not just that, but I say, like, she's also trauma dumping, like, her time in the industry. But obviously, I don't love, I don't love, like, starting that conversation about, like, Electronica getting into that like controversy in a sense like but I do love this new take on on I feel rap. like like that is that is we're changing from like the general topics like I feel like a lot of people are tired from just of just hearing like oh I get money I get girls yeah or just hearing like like pussy rap for instance like I feel like like J Electronica aside like I feel like it was a very good album and like accomplishing what you were saying but like. I feel like the J Electronica situation can. <laughs> I feel like the J Electronica situation. It kind of like the controversy overshadowed like the album yeah. for what it was. Yeah, because like you got people just shitting on the album now because you're platforming somebody that 
chose to like you know spew hate but like that's like if I hated your whole album because Marvin hopped on there and dropped the bar about how, yo fuck Chris <laughs> <laughs> but it's also like you shouldn't and then me saying yo your shit is trash yeah but I say appreciate the album as a whole you know outside of the controversy yeah I feel like right now it's very it's, there's other stuff to listen to other than just that song yeah with the controversy included but what about you Marvin what do you feel like were the highlights of the album outside of that like, outside of this track? Outside outside of the controversy, you know? Like, what was your favorite parts of it? I mean, we actually got to see this. Uh, some of these songs performed, me and Greg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Namesake, bro. She performed before she even, like, dropped it. And at the time, I didn't even know about her. And then I heard this album, and it really changed my opinion of her. Because wasn't she also being discussed about, like, way back when J. Cole released that track? Yeah, yeah, and like even then, I just knew it was J Cole was talking about someone. I didn't even know who it was at the time, but I feel like even even though it's controversial, this song, first of all, it brought her to the forefront of a lot of conversations, as we mentioned. But she also made the decision to have him be on the track. Like it's not like he was just there and yeah. she had no idea. Like she heard the lyrics as well. Yeah, she also could have. She could have chose to not put that song on when when the controversy first arose, and she was getting a lot of hate for her album for over what Jay Electronica said, and also the song itself. Because you know, being the artist, you're the one that's that's technically given the platform, and she could have very easily just taken the song out or done whatever with it, or even taken his verse out. But she ended up deciding to respond on IG, and in the IG story post, she said, "Here's the truth. No, I'm not. I'm not anti-Semitic. I don't hate groups of people. I'm against white supremacy, which is a global system that privileges people who identify as white. I've been clear about this for years. I'm not going to apologize for a verse I didn't write, but I'm going to apologize for including it on my album. If you feel I'm wrong for including it, that's fair. Don't listen. Unfollow and support all the other amazing rappers putting out dope music. Your disappointment truly means absolutely nothing to me, and I and I said that with love. Hey, bro. I feel like that's a good response. Yeah. Like she, I don't feel like people like like I said like I don't feel like okay yeah that was like like what he said like was some shit but like I don't feel like you should demonize her in a way and like try yeah. to call her anti-Semitic because that wasn't even her verse. She already stated her stance on it, said she wasn't anti-Semitic, but like. She told them what it was, told them if she they're not going to rock with her because of that, so be it. But, like, she's just going to keep doing her and pushing her message. So, like, I kind of do fuck with that. Yeah, I feel like that was a very real response. But Yeah. Last song I really want to talk about on this album is uh, Hold Me Down. I feel like that was the most, I would say, not the most, but, like, it had a lot of bars where it was very, like, introspective on the culture. Like, I, like, started this whole conversation off with. She was like... Won't be a self-critic, burn up our whole village. That wasn't us. That was colonialism. We keep our babies fed. We don't beat and rip our women. It was like basically saying like the black community like points its fingers elsewhere and never like looks within and takes accountability for like our own issues that we, you know, contribute to our struggle, like our everlasting struggle, I would say. I guess just like accountability could go a long way. When wanted to like create change for the future, like mm. if you would just look within and and see some of the faults that we ourselves are perpetuating and like causing, we would work together. She mentions 
that there's an issue with doing just exactly what you said that in her verse she says you was with it when benefits were added to the account basically like people would join a cause or be a part of something and like, we saw this during the blm protests yeah and even during uh lgbtq uh rallies and protests and all that yeah basically when it became beneficial to be a part of those groups and like advocate for them that's when you would join and then later on in the literally the verse after she says could count on you for a favor for a certain amount meaning that like you're just with it but i know you're not going to be there to help out all the way through that's one thing like i feel like when people said when certain people said black lives matter like they really meant it like going like going back to that movement like i feel like a lot of people like really meant it when they said it but like the organization as a whole like when they got caught up in like just i guess trying to make money and profit like that's when it kind of stained like the name black lives matter and i don't feel like it should be that way like the movement as a whole yeah, it should it stain the movement like, yeah the movement as a whole should like still be a thing because they do matter at the end of the day there's no like two ways about it like that's where i feel i feel like a lot of people that said it felt that sentiment and the organization just made it something different so yeah they made it about getting the coin but that's not really what it's about and i guess like it's certain criticisms like that, like that can go a long way when trying to repair the community. Yeah, she she provided like a very constructive feedback for the black community as a whole. A lot of the issues are more internal. I mean, that's not to say that it's not external. There's definitely external. I feel like to properly get to a place where we can appropriately make the change externally, you have to first fix the internal. And that goes with everything, not just not just that. And if you want to make extward like change, you have to fix within as well. I feel like we're we're seeing the black community a lot, which is not the black. Which, well, no, I'm just saying as, as a whole. Like, well, as a whole, yeah, but even general, like even when like, we started talking about this earlier, we said the black community, which is fine, but it really should the conversation should include more than just the black community, because yeah, the black community has like its own problems with like self reflecting, but that's probably the most common problem amongst all humans is that self reflection moment, yeah. and realizing where you could do better. Like I feel we, like that was her that focus, ability. though. No Name is trying to, like, criticize, like, the black community. That's what she's talking about. And, like, they're, like, I guess, fight against white supremacy and things of that nature. I mean, it definitely could be. I'm just saying that it can be a message that relates to more than just the black community. Yeah. That more people could be involved in this conversation. Yeah. I agree with you. And that could go a long way with just, like, I guess, helping to alleviate the problems that we have, like, as... A human race as a whole when people start to look at them like within if you enjoyed this podcast you can find us on if you enjoyed the podcast please we, click the like comment and subscribe and below subscribe. leave a five-star rating on apple music this is the end of the first episode thank you guys for listening we appreciate it you can find us anywhere that there's a podcast. Apple, Spotify, anywhere else. YouTube for the visuals. Be sure to follow our Instagram page for updates on what's going on with the interpersonal peoples. Yeah, comment down below uh, on your thoughts on the album. Any improvements that can be made? Nah, Any, that is. Feedback would be nice. Feedback would be loved. <laughs> also, what, what do you guys want to hear from us? You can well, find us anywhere that there's podcasts, anywhere. Anywhere we're gonna be there. You're gonna just search in the interpersonal podcast and we're gonna pop up. Tune into the YouTube videos, they're gonna be posted every Friday. I have fun recording with you guys. You can catch us on Instagram, YouTube, 
Spotify, uh, Spotify, Apple, Google, Apple, Google all anywhere. that shit. Tune into the podcast. Let us know down below, like if Thoughts there's any opinions? feedback like that you have. This is our first episode. You know, we could always improve. Also, let us know like some topics that you would like us to talk about. You know. Get included in a conversation. Let's get interpersonal in this bitch, you know? All, All right. of our links are going to be below. Also, feel free to join the Discord. We're going to start building a community on there. We're going to do a lot of events for that Discord oh, as well. Oh, shit. Yeah, y'all could join join Discord. Tap in the Discord Come. right now. Tap in Come the Discord. Click us, that bro. link. Click the link. Come, Come on. Come chill with us. We be chilling and shit. It's going to be right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see it right now. <laughs> but All right. Thank you for listening. This is the end of the podcast. Oh my God. <laughs>